0: Hey, what's up guys? So today we're gonna talk about depth of field in photography. Uh, Not only what it is from a technical standpoint, but how you can kind of best utilize um, depth of field to your advantage, especially if you're a newer photographer and uh, actually create the results that you want from a creative standpoint. Um, So let's talk about really what depth of field is in photography. So depth of field is actually talking about um, the the controlling the distance between uh, where you're focusing and then the, the back and front edges of focus. Um, And that right there, that distance is actually considered depth of field. Um, So it's really determining what you, as a photographer, how much do you want in focus in your photos. Um, From a creative standpoint, depth of field is what's actually going to allow you to be able to control where you want the focus to be attentioned um, and kind of pinpointed in in your photography. Uh, Meaning, do you want the subject to be just only in focus? Do you want just the eyes of the subject to be in focus? Do you want uh, just the subject's face? Do you want... Um, the entire subject and part of the background? Do you want the entire photo to be in focus? That right there through depth of field is actually something that we get to um, through through changes of settings that we're gonna talk about. Um, it gives us the ability to really uh, make those types of decisions, so, and that really right there is kind of what depth of field is. There's some technical terms that we can kind of talk about as well if if you want some more information as far as what is it doing technically, and that'll come later in the video, but um, that right there is really what depth of field is. so like how much do you want of focus in your photography um, in this specific photo. And if you're doing video, the same thing applies to video as well. So uh, depth of field is really considered selective focus, but we get to choose that as photographers. So um, let's talk about a little bit of when it comes to actually focusing. So when you hold down the shutter in your camera, um, unless you have your camera set up in a way that you're actually using back-button-button focusing, which is something we'll talk about in a later video. But uh, if you actually hold down and half-depress your shutter, shutter and you're, you start the focusing of your, your camera, your lens, um, right there, your camera is determining where that point of focus is going to be. And then from there, based on what your aperture is, um, which is what we're going to talk about here shortly as well, um, your aperture is then going to determine how big the field of focus is from that uh, selected focus point. So, say you focus two meters out um, the depth of field is actually going to be determined from that two meter point uh, whether that be something that you're you're focusing on the subject whether that be something that you're focusing on in the background Um, wherever you selectively focus the depth of field starts from that point forward Um, so when you're looking at the field of focus there's a front and a back edge of focus Uh, the front edge of focus is just the the front most uh, distance from the subject or the point of focus that's also going to be in focus as well, determined based on your depth of field or your aperture. And then there's also a back edge of focus, which is this, the same exact distance as the front edge of focus. But that right there determines depth of focus, which is really just a, the entire field of focus. Um, I know there's a lot of terminology and stuff like that, but it's really, really simple. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about like, how depth of field is affected as far as aut- autofocus versus manual focus. Um, with autofocus, like I kind of mentioned before, autofocus, is when you have to press your shutter, it's actually going to be automatically done. It's going to automatically calculate that distance from where you're actually standing and you're, you're shooting to where you're actually autofocusing and you're selecting that point. We'll have another video that's talking more specifically on how uh, autofocus modes can be changed. So you can either focus on a certain aspect, uh, a certain point, the entire field. Uh, Maybe you can focus selectively on the face. Uh, There's a lot of different ways to autofocus, but long story short, when it comes to half depressing that uh, that autofocus point, your shutter, um, it's selecting at that point, it's, it's creating a fixed point that's actually gonna determine how much of the depth of focus is depending on your aperture. Um, as far as when it comes to manual focusing and you're just changing that on the lens itself, that right there, you actually get to choose that. And that, those distances are, you typically in meters, but you're the one that's selecting where that point is and where the lens is then gonna start to create the, uh, the field of focus or the depth of field. Um, So that's that right there's kind of the difference between autofocus and manual focus. They're doing the same thing, but one is automatically doing that. That's sometimes why your lens will hunt if you're just pressing it down and it's having a hard time picking that up. It doesn't really know what what that point of focus should be. Uh, With manual focus lenses, you're just selecting that on the lens itself. Um, And now right there's kind of the difference between autofocus and manual focus when it comes to depth of field. So now let's kind of talk about a little bit how depth of field is increased or decreased. Um, What setting is actually gonna change in your camera, the depth of field. Uh, depth of field is actually gonna be changed through the aperture. Um, we'll have another video specifically explaining what aperture is and, and how it kind of works, and stuff like that. But for, for the all intents and purposes of this video, we're just gonna say aperture is really just the, the, dire, the diameter or the, the overall opening of the lens itself that you have on the camera. Um, every lens, as far as how wide it can go or how narrow it can go is gonna be different. It's dependent on the lens. Um, long story short, prime, prime lenses, lenses that have fixed focal lengths, are ten- tending are going to have a tendency to be just larger um, or more narrow at their close, uh, most closed uh, apertures or their most open apertures. Um, but uh, depth of field is changed through that setting, though. So when you're actually increasing, or you say you want to increase your depth of field, what you're going to do is actually uh, basically increase your aperture, um, so the number is actually smaller which is gonna make your, your depth of field in that uh, the difference between the point of focus and then the front and back edges of focus, that's gonna be larger and larger as you increase your setting and aperture. Um, and then vice versa, if, you're, if you want a more shallow depth of fields, uh, for example, if you're gonna shoot at f1.8, for example, um, that would actually be reducing the, uh, the depth of field so the front edge and back edge of focus little by little until only a selective point and maybe half an, half an inch uh, depending how close you are to the subject will be in focus and that's really um, That's what happens when you when you change aperture. It's either going to increase the uh, distance or it's going to shorten it um, as you increase aperture so the number of um, In terms of apertures is notated uh, which is actually it's called f-stop. We'll talk about that right now but um, as you increase that value though and the number gets larger your depth of field is actually going to get larger too um, Which means more of the subject in the background and the foreground are also going to be in, sub, in, um, in focus so let's talk about uh just kind of some some uh, i guess some uh shorthand some notation that you guys need to know when it comes to actual uh photography terms so a lot of people refer to opening up or or stopping down the lens what what that really refers to when you open up um that's actually meaning that you're opening up the aperture um that means that it's going to be a lower uh f-stop number we're going to talk about the clarification of that in in a, a second here as well Um, But opening up the lenses means that you're opening up the aperture. So the lens itself is going to be wider than it would be if you're stopped down, which is going to be narrow. Um, And then stopped down just means the lens is is really closed down and it's very focused. Um, And and that right there is just kind of a terminology so you guys know and and that's kind of clarified as well. Um, But what happens when you have a really large aperture and and the lens opening, the opening of your lens is very large. uh, That means it's actually going to let a lot of light in. And because of that, typically, it's going to be more shallow. Um, just because the, the amount of light is going to kind of just overwhelm um, how much light is hitting your sensor. And it's also not going to focus the right, the right position on your sensor. Um, and it's typically going to be more shallow. Um, kind of just imagine, this is an example. Of, if you go to the, the eye doctor, for example, and you're, uh, they put drops in your eyes to you know, dilate your pupils, that's kind of what happens. Your, your, your eyes are letting in more light relative to the environment that you're in. And because it's too much light, you're kind of getting overwhelmed and you can't really focus. Um, and, and vice versa, if you go outside, your eyes will naturally squint down a little bit and your, uh, your pupil size will go down because there's too much light, so you want to modulate or um, kind of reduce the amount of light that's coming in so you can actually focus. Um, but a wider, a wider depth of field, um, in this case, being more opened up is, is going to come as, a, as, a, uh, as you change the aperture and you actually make it a uh, smaller value or you make it wide open. Um, and that right there is called shallow depth of field and vice versa. Let's kind of talk about what happens when you have more, a narrow depth of field, or you have uh, a larger aperture or f-stop number. Um, as you increase that aperture, like I said before, the depth of field is going to get larger and larger until it gets to a point that everything from your foreground, your subject and your background is going to be in complete focus. Um, uh, now that's kind of going to be dependent on the lens that you have, uh, which is something we're gonna talk about here shortly, but. Um, long story short, that's kind of what, what's happening. Um, you're reducing the amount of light that comes in, but with that, the amount of light that actually hits your sensor is gonna be more focused. And um, yeah, we can talk about that right now. Um, so what do you doing when you, when you change the aperture, whether you increase or decrease that? You're, you're really changing what's called the diaphragm, um, and that's what actually opens and closes and determines how much light is actually gonna come through the lens and hit the sensor of the camera. Um, and that's something that get, you get to control now, whether you're doing that through an, like a manual manual aperture ring that's on your lens, or you're doing that through uh, just camera settings that you have, or you're shooting in some kind of aperture priority or some kind of program mode, um, all of those ways are, are going to just basically change the aperture and the, the diameter of the, uh, the lens based on whatever uh, the lighting conditions are. You can either shoot that manually, or you can just shoot it in a, a program mode. That's sort really of fun. And they do the same thing based on how much light is coming in. So um, long story short, when it comes to depth of field, if you have a larger aperture, meaning that your lens is more wide open, um, you're going to have more shallow depth of field. Um, and the distance between the focal the focal plane, the front edge and back, back edge of focus, uh, it's going to be more shallow. Um, and then if you have a more, uh, if you want, for example, more, more depth of field, um, you're, what you're going to do is you're going to close down the aperture, which means you're going to increase the number to a higher f-stop. And you're actually going to have uh, a larger depth of field, so the front edge and the back edge of focus is going to be larger as well, and that increases just systematically as you change aperture from the or the f-stop in this case. If you change the f-stop from 1.8 all the f all the way to f22 or f32, depending what your lens has, um, and it just goes up little by little, and it just gets bigger and bigger with every step that you do. Um, so, what, hap- what are, Let's talk about the three main ways that you can actually control depth of field in an image. Um, the three main ways are going to be one, focal length. Uh, secondly, distance from where you are to your subject or whatever you're focusing on, whether that be a person or it be an object or it be um, a cityscape or a landscape, whatever that subject is um, in your photo, whatever that is, the distance from you to that subject, and then also whatever aperture you actually have set in the camera. So. Um, Let's talk about the first thing. So focal length. If you're shooting with a wide angle lens, um, by default, since the wide angle lens has a greater field of view, um, more of that that field is going to be visible. And typically, when you have a wide angle lens, it has greater depth of field for that reason, just because it's able to see more per image. Um, and this is just something, there's kind of a lot of science and stuff behind, behind that. Um, but field of view impacts how much depth of field there's going to be because of how big, how big the scene is that you're actually taking a photo of or you're doing a video of. Um, and simply said, if the, if the field of view is greater for a lens, the depth of field at that same aperture or f-stop value is going to be the same. So say we're shooting at f4.0, uh, for example, um, and that's our f-stop. So if we compare that to a 24 millimeter lens, which is a wide lens, and then we shoot at like say a portrait lens, which is like maybe a 50 or an 85 millimeter. And then we compare that to a telephoto or like kind of a landscape uh, bird type photography lens, like 200 or 300 millimeter. Um, each of those at those same values, if you're, sh- if you're shooting at the same distance um, and you're focusing on the same exact point and you're fo- shooting the same subject, same lighting, all that stuff, um, the depth of field is going to be different because there's kind of, uh, there's lens compression is really the reason why that happens. Uh, we'll do another video at some point about lens compression so you guys can kind of see that. Um, but the lens compression is, is going to, in that field of view, is going to change and modulate how much how much depth of field there is because it's the, the field of view, as you go up in focal length and your millimeter increases, um, that's going to change the field of view to make it more narrow. And because of that, the difference, be, the distance between the subject, the foreground, and background, since there's compression, um, it's actually going to be the relative distance is actually going to be greater, and that's going to cause the depth of field to be a little more shallow. Um, so just know that. Long story, you know, just know that if you shoot on a wider angle lens, it's going to be a greater depth of field um, for that reason, just because the relative distances between subject, foreground, and background is actually basically the same on a wider angle lens. Um, if you're shooting at, at f4, it's gonna be, it's pretty hard to get really shallow depth of field if you're say five or 10 feet away. Um, the secret if you actually are shooting on a wider angle lens and you want more depth of field is just move closer. Um, just get closer to your subject, get closer to whatever you're shooting and that'll allow you, it'll reduce that distance so the distance between your subject and the background will actually be a little bit greater and from that, from that point you can get a little bit more shallow depth of field and you can probably get a little bit more um, out of focus background if that's something that you want. Um, And then vice versa if you if you want a more narrow depth of field um, And you're still shooting on a wide angle lengths for example um, All you have to do is just move back a little bit further and you'll get more greater depth depth of field at the same f-stop value Um, So you can shoot at f4 and it'll still be pretty much this big or you can shoot at f4 and it'll be that big if you're further away Um, Kind of a secret there if you if you want that little secret Um, The next thing on that is distance and that was actually something I was just touching on um, so, distance from where you are to where you're shooting is going to impact um, the depth of field. So, if you're closer to your subject, the relative distance between you, the subject, and the background is going to be greater. Um, and that means that the, the, the background is going to be um, more out of focus, is going to be more shallow, even at the same f-stop value. Just because the distance between your subject and the background is, is, is going to increase as you get closer, as you, the photographer, gets closer to your subject. Um, So if you want a more shallow depth of field and you you only have a lens that, you know, maxes out at f5.6 and you're like, dude, I just can't get, I can't get shallow, you know, I can't get bokeh, I can't get shallow depth of field, I can't get my backgrounds out of focus. All you have to do is like literally just get closer to your subject, uh, even though that may be awkward or whatever, just get closer to your subject and um, just shoot at the lowest aperture that you can and you'll still be able to get some type of out of focus background. Um, Now, if you say, for example, you're shooting at your most open aperture and it's say 5.6, and you want everything to be in focus and you're just like, dude, I, don't, I can't int- increase my aperture. At that point, just move away from your your, your uh, subject and you'll get more uh, depth of field for that reason. Um, so depth of field is really, it's gonna be de- determined based on the distance and the focal length um, for those two reasons. It's the distance between your subject and the background. Um, that, those relative distances right there are gonna, ter- in big part, determine your depth of field. Um, the next thing that it does as well, is going it's gonna set um, the depth of field is going to be determined based on your aperture. Uh, so if you're shooting at a, a more wide open aperture or smaller number, like as far as f-stops, um, the smaller f-stop number is actually going to be more. It's going to be more shallow depth of field. So the the distance between your your focus point and your subject, wherever that is, um, and then the back and front edges of focus, that's actually going to be smaller than shooting at f/8 or f/11 or f/22 or f/32, depending on what lens that you're shooting with actually goes to. Um, so just keep that in mind. The aperture that you're actually setting in the camera or on the lens itself is always gonna determine, um, first and foremost, the actual depth of field that you're gonna get. And then distance and then the focal length are gonna also add or uh, subtract uh, um, from that depth of field to make it greater or larger depending on what you're shooting with. Um, so let's talk about, is, like, uh, just so you guys know, what's the purpose of depth of field and uh, why is it really important when it comes to photography and shooting? Um, that's pretty important that we talk about that so the depth of field like I mentioned in the beginning like what it what it was it allows us as as photographers to determine um, what we want in focus where we want the photo to be in focus so we can actually draw attention to or away from um, certain areas of our photos so say for me as a portrait photographer if I want the entire garment and I want the entire subject of a fashion image to be in focus um, I would shoot it like at a depth of field that makes sure that not only the eyes are in focus but then also it's large enough to make sure the entire um let's say the top and, and the, the bottoms um and shoes if they're wearing shoes to be in focus as well depending on what we're shooting um but it also depends what the focus is sometimes it, you just want to focus on the face and you want to draw attention to the face at that point you could use depth of field in your advantage to to make it more shallow so you only focus on the face and then everything else falls out of focus and that's what that's what depth of field does it allows us to make that choice like where do we want uh, the viewer's eyes to go, uh, if we're shooting a landscape photo and, and we really want someone to focus on, on just the foreground, say there's like a bush or a cactus or something, and then just like a, uh, the landscape in, in the be- in the background and um, it has a beautiful sky and stuff like that. Well, do we want people to focus just on the cactus? Do we want people to focus on the entire the entire photo? Uh, do we want them specifically just focus on the sky in the background and not the cactus? Um, those are the kind of questions that we have to ask ourselves to determine uh, what our depth of field will be because if you want just the cactus and you want everything else to be out of focus Then you would just use a depth of field That's a little bit more shallow that gives you only the cactus in focus and then everything else to be out of focus But if you want everything in the photo including the cactus to be in focus Then you'd have to shoot at more narrow depth of field or a greater depth of field um, Which would mean you close down your aperture to, to get that um, And that's kind of what it allows us to, to make that decision on and this is something that you kind of think about in the beginning before you set up a photo um, where, where do I want the viewers eye to go to? What am I shooting? Um, where, where do I want them to look? Where where's the What's the most important element of this photo? Is it gonna be the person's face? Is it gonna be some action? They're gonna be kind of moving. Um, and I, I want the whole subject in focus. Do I only want their, um, maybe just their shoes to be in focus or an accessory? Do I want, if I'm shooting cities, do I want just like a certain car or um, whatever it may be? You know, every, everyone shoots different subjects, but that's kind of the questions that we have to ask ourselves. As far as what do we want in focus, so, and and that's right that right there is the purpose of depth of field and why it's important. Like you have to understand like okay, if I shoot at let's say f stop 8.0 with a 50 millimeter lens for for example, um, and I'm 10 feet away, how much how much depth of field am I going to get? Is it going to be enough for me to get what I want in focus in my photo to be in focus? Um, If it's not, what kind of adjustments do I need to make to make sure I can get the the amount of um, depth of field or focus in that photo that I want. And, um, the three, the three ways to control depth of field will, will be the ways that you, you make those kind of alter, alter, you know, those kind of, um, um, kind of changes to your, your, your camera settings, um, and, or the way that you're shooting to make sure that you're getting the depth of field that you want. And it's just those three ways. I mean, that's all you have to do. You can change any of those three, three settings or, or, uh, um, the, the way that you're shooting, and you can change the depth of field. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about is the types of depth of field. I was kind of talking about this as I was going along in the video, but um, the two types of field are going to be shallow or versus narrow, or greater depth of field. Um, so a shallow depth of field is usually, for for most purposes, um, on most lenses, it's going to be an aperture of, of less than 4.0. That's going to be dependent on distance. If you're really far away, shooting at f4.0, is, is still maybe not gonna be shallow. It depends on the distance, but for the most part, shooting at apertures below 5.6 are gonna be more shallow. And then shooting at apertures above F5.6 or you know, F8 are also are gonna be greater or more narrow. Um, what happens when you have a more shallow depth of field? Again, the, the focus plane between the point of focus and the back and front of focus, they're just gonna be smaller. Um, and then if you shoot at a greater or more narrow depth of field, the focus plane is just gonna be larger and larger depending on how, how, what's your actual f-stop set to. Um, and we get to choose that as well. Uh, but those are the, that's the difference right there. It's just like, okay, how big is the depth of field? Is it like super big or is it like very, very small? Um, and that's all it really is. Um, if you want more out of focus backgrounds, all you have to do is just set your aperture to the lowest value your lens can, can actually go to. Um, which m- would mean it's the most wide open that your lens is. If that's 5.6, then it's 5.6. If it's you know 3.5, 3.5. If you've got a lens that goes to f 1.8 and that's its maximum aperture, then it's f 1.8. Um, and then if say for example you're shooting with a lens that only does 5.6, just get closer, man. Just get closer to your subject. Um, at that point, just get closer to your subject, and if you get really, really close enough, eventually you'll get out of focus backgrounds. Granted, you may not get the composition that you want, but that, that would be the way to get the depth of field, um, given the lens that you have. Um, so let's talk about some kind of tips and tricks when it comes to kind of selecting the best aperture so that you can get the best depth of field um, for, for kind of typical settings that most of us are gonna run into. So for example, if you're shooting landscape photography, let's kind of just start there. Uh, If you're shooting a landscape photography where you want everything from the foreground, the subject, and the background to be in focus. So you're just focusing at a certain point, but you want everything to be in focus. Shoot at the maximum aperture a lens can be shot at. Um, And then just adjust your shutter speed and your ISO and shoot on a tripod so that you can get the proper exposure for your photo. Um, Now if you're shooting, say, uh, some kind of street photography um, where there's kind of moving subjects and you're just like, man, I just want to make sure I get like, my subject, my subject's moving and I wanna get my, my subject fully in focus, then what you do, you would just shoot at an aperture that's in the middle of your, your range for your lens. So, you know, F, F7, F8, um, so that you have enough of a depth of field that you can actually capture the, the movement as the subject moves from point A to point B um, in that scene. Um, another tip at that point as well, since we're on the middle, if, you, if you're shooting fashion or you're shooting portraits and you want the sharpest, the sharpest photos, um, that your lens can can be able to capture shoot it in the middle of your range. Um, so if say for example you have a you have a lens that shoots at maximum aperture is 1.8 and that's 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 the lowest that it goes. Um, you shoot at f/8, um, that's going to give you the sharpest photos. And it's also from a depth of field standpoint, it's going to give you a lot of depth of field where your entire subject and their a little bit of their their clothes and their garments are going to be fully in focus, but the background won't be totally in focus as well. Um, obviously, that's also going to be depending on how, what's the distance from the subject to the background, but um, that's, that's going to be typically what you, you'd set that to. Um, if you're shooting, let's say, for example, you're shooting, um, I don't know, you're shooting macro photography or, or something where you just really just want a lot of like really shallow depth of field and you just want one certain element um, that, that's going to be in focus, then at that point, shoot at the most narrow setting that you have, or I'm sorry, the most uh, open setting that you have. Um, and if that's 1.8 or 3.5, uh, that's gonna give you the most background blur um, for that situation. And um, I guess some other tips when it comes to depth of field really is just kind of just think about like what do I want to be in focus? Um, how, is it, how much of, of the subject is actually important to be in focus for my photo? Uh, is it important that the, the garments be in focus? Um, is it important that I catch capture the person's legs the person's does the movement that this person's doing is it important to the the story that I'm trying to tell um, if it's just a stationary object do I need everything in the background to be focused in focus um, is it important um, those are the kind of questions you have to ask yourself and that that right there's kind, of, kind of the biggest tip but um, as far as those kind of environments just shooting at those apertures will be a good starting point and then you can make adjustments from there Um, Let's also talk about some some, I guess some of the best settings for uh, at least to get you started as well. Like I said, for landscapes, if you want everything in focus, shoot at the, the most narrow setting, the largest aperture that you have, um, as in terms of F-stop number. Uh, if that if that's F22, if that's 32, or if it's 26, whatever it is, um, that will give you everything in focus. Um, if you're shooting portraits, pretty safe bet, start at F 4.0 and then work your way up or down depending on how much more you want in focus. Um, If you're shooting fashion and and you're shooting everything um, like you're shooting full body fashion and you need everything to be in focus, F8 is a good starting point. Same thing with beauty, F8 is a starting point. Um, If you're shooting sports photography, for the most part, they're going to be moving pretty fast. F8 is a good starting point. It will also give you the sharpest photos. Um, And if you're shooting macro photography, it depends on the lens that you have. Uh, Typically, at that point, if you're doing true macro photography and you're really close to um, a bug or a flower, you're gonna have to shoot at like F16 or higher just because the, the, the depth of field is so shallow you need as much possible. Uh, you have to, you have to make sure the aperture is as narrow as possible so you can increase that to as much as possible. So for the most part F16 or higher. Um, and that right there's just kind of kind of tips. I hope that kind of helps you on your journey as far as kind of uh, breaking down depth of field. I know it can be kind of complicated and stuff um, but it's not really that, it's not that bad. I mean it's just really just how much do you want to focus, how big it is um, what's actually important. Um, and how, what are some of the things that are actually impacting um, how big or narrow that, uh, that distance is gonna be from where I focus on. Um, is that stuff important? Is that stuff actually gonna be something you need to be in focus or not? Uh, those are the kind of questions and that's kind of how you break it down.